Hello. Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? Are you okay? Mm. Are you are you in the middle of something? Mm, no, that's fine. No, okay. You sound I like just, you're in the middle of something. I had a I had a little bite of a cookie, and then I needed to chase it with some coffee, mm. and it all happened. And then you called it. it all happened at once. <laughs> Is there a better time? No, no, no. It was. Uh, it's perfect. It's just. Um, yeah. It's just. Uh, Life goes on. It does, and you know, I'm doing something different. I'm doing something new. Am I, can I inquire what that is? Well, uh, do, do you feel like you have a? Do you feel like your couches are quality? Do you have a quality couch? That's that. That's a complicated question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the market for a new couch. Uh, I I uh, see. It's a former sponsor. I, I don't want to be unkind, but oh, like, I yeah, we, I like the one we've got. But uh, one time when I was having a lot of physical pain, I had a heating pan on and it burned a hole in a oh, little bit. Oh, no. I, it's, I mean, you know. Oh, a it, long, tall heating pad. I think the, the, a theme of this uh, could, could be life goes on, you know? It does. Because uh, I still have the pain, but now I also have a hole. I feel like you just telling me that life goes on is maybe the most important thing that's happened to me in a while. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, for you're that. so welcome, John. And thank you for thank you for being here and thank you for hearing it. Because Thank I think you. there are so many people who have not completely gotten hip to the fact that, that you know, just keeps coming. Life goes Yeah, you know, sometimes it's good. On. I mean, whatever. I don't want to, I'm not here to judge. No, no, it's what I needed. It's what I needed to hear. I'll never have a couch I'm totally happy with. Because the, the, the couch I want, I, it's one of those things like, you know, like, like partners or, uh, you know, jobs where I mostly absolutely know what I don't want. Mm-hmm. But that's not how we choose things in life. That's how we. My, that, can, that can be how we avoid things. But you know, right. sometimes the right couch comes along. You know, it's hard to choose what you don't want. It's true. Also, I, I have a lot of feelings about. I want to get back to your couch, but I, I have a lot of feelings. I think I'm realizing about the height of a couch, like how high off the ground it is. How high? When somebody says couch, you say how high? How how high? How high is the couch, Mama? <laughs> My mom, when she got promoted to being a big wig, she got an office. This is at the pipeline, the the Alaska pipeline, Alaska she, pipeline. She, she, I kind of love that word. She she managed uh, computer programmers, right? She was a big. She had a big. She was a department head. You know, uh, computers, and she got an office big. This is you know in the eighties. She got one of those offices where people can come in and be there. Big office. Oh. And one of the things that had, that the office had was this cognac leather couch that was like nine feet long and (laughs) is that in the parlance i don't think i know that phrase i love it she said that she took a nap on the couch every day you know because it's an office you can close the door and everybody can fuck off oh god good for her and then so then i started going in to see her at the office when when i was in high school my high school was next door to her office and the first i don't think i ever knew that yeah, the Alaska Pipeline headquarters and East High School were across the street from each other. The thing is that it's it was, you know, 60s, 70s architecture, so it still was about a half a mile from door to door. Yeah, right. Uh, across many long stretches. But anyway, the first, probably the first week of high school, every day at lunchtime, I would walk over to my mom's office and I would get a, one of those temporary badges and security would walk me through and I would go upstairs and have lunch in the employee lunchroom with her. And after about day four so or this five. this is your 15, approximately? 
Mm-hmm. I was 14. Uh-huh. 14. After, uh, after the first four or five days, she said, you know, you can't come here anymore. You can't just come have lunch here every day. What? Go back to your Why school. Why not? Go back to your school. And, Says who? And, You're the manager. And make friends. She's Mrs. Well, manager. She didn't want me there. She was like, get, uh. get, get, you know, you're. You're 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 cramping my style, kid. Yeah, go yeah, go yeah. go back to your school and you're, do your you're thing. insulting her pipeline game. But years later, I would I would go in her office and sit in there, and then I swear to you, the couch was amazing, world class, um, perfect nap couch. You lay down on it, you're asleep an instant. Good good length, good width. Per, so long, so perfectly. Could uh, you keep the cushions uh, on it and deep. still have a nap? Well, the thing is, it wasn't cushions. It was a leather couch, and it was Cognac like the leather. Old, it was the old Chesterfield style where it was like, oh, the, I was, see more like a, like a settee or a, uh, what's, what's, what's that fancy English term people use? Like a, uh, I know what you're talking about though, like, like more, not minimalist necessarily, but like it's got that mid century sort of like, no, no, we don't got no cushions here. This is a new century. The, the new frontier as Donald Fagan says. It was a new, it was a mid century hot take on a, like, yeah, like a classic sort of button tufted. I can see it yeah. right this minute. Oh my god! And she said when she left the pipe divan. That was the word I was but, looking for. But long, it's a long, long, long divan. Long divan. Okay, long a divan. long divan. And uh, it's that's one word, long divan. Long divan. And uh, and she <laughs> said it at Ellis Island. She said. <laughs> she said they. Um, uh, when when she left the the pipeline, you know, they gave her the the retirement package. She had it all figured out, and she said what she should have done is take the couch. That that leaving the couch there was just to was just to leave the couch to someone that would would ne- never appreciate it, never leave, get leave, it. Leave the severance, take the cognac leather. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, she should have taken the severance too. But also, sure just did. on the on yeah. the day out, right? Just be like, I'm I'm taking the couch. Well, I have a couch here that it's green velvet couch. And I, I, I love it very much. It's not an uncommon couch. When I, I posted a picture of it once, and uh, and uh, a friend down in California immediately sent me a picture of her couch, which was also a velvet couch, but it was a blue velvet couch. It's got little round, little tube pillows at the edge. Mm. It's it's mid century. It's poofy. Yeah, it's stuffed with real feathers. <laughs> And um, none of that, none of that artificial stuff uh, from overseas for you. No, it's not foam. It's 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 uh, it's feathers, and they little feathers stick uh, the arti- out. Sometimes. Artisanal heritage birds. Heritage birds. And I and that's very. <laughs> I love comfortable. putting the word heritage in front of things. I'm growing <laughs> green onions right now. <laughs> Are they and, and for some onions? reason, the phrase heritage green onions went through my head, and, and it made me laugh. I'm glad I could share it with you anyway. <laughs> I, uh, you know, These are I heritage like, scallions. I like heritage brands, and uh, for Father's uh-huh. Day, I got a pair of heritage brand boots made in the USA. Um, oh, I'll I, get to that. I, 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 I don't want to derail it into a whole thing, but my family had a very fast trip to the East Coast this weekend. Oh, yeah, 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 and I saw a Duluth Trading Company store. A store. Like a, yeah. like a brick and mortar store. Did you know those exist? I did not. I sure I did it not. Was online only. I I have looked at the Duluth Trading Company catalog, every aspect of it since the early 2000s, and it's been like penthouse forum to me the entire time. And there's a store. There's a stores in New Jersey. Whoa. Yeah. Of all the places. That's a long way yeah, from Duluth. Yeah, and they Trader Joe's, too. There's almost no reason to live here anymore. Um, okay, so okay, but like, and so Velvet, uh, is, is, that, is that hot in the summer? Mm. 
Oh no, it breathes. It's part. You know, I think partly breathable it's the, is a breath- it's the breathable long birds. Event, long event. Yeah, the the heritage birds keep it breathable. Mm-hmm. But I'm somebody. You know, I when I go to a Mexican restaurant, I order a different thing every time. I am not an order the same thing type of guy. This is known. Yeah, but when I walk into the living room, I sit on the same place on the couch. Mm-hmm. I just get my place. It's usually to the right. It's the right arm oh, of John, the couch. I am so deeply into this conversation. And I you sit have in, no idea how much I'm into this conversation. I sit in my spot. Yeah. <laughs> you have a John-shaped spot yeah. On, yeah. On, on your green velvet boy. Now, every couch I've ever had, I have sat in my spot on the couch. Yeah. And I've it's had equi- a lot of... the equivalent of an aisle seat. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm yeah. there. I got my I got my my right elbow up on the on the edge. Oh, me too. And uh, and if I can, if I that scoot, arm smells like me at this point. If I scooch over a little bit, I can kind of lean back in the corner. Mm. If I'm, you if keep I'm, the really pillows on all time. Uh, they they end up on the floor, but mm-hmm. I've got a lot of pillows on there now. In fact, I even have a pillow from the Hello Pillow Company. Hello. Hello, that's made of holes. It's like nine pounds, this thing, or 19 pounds. Anyway, what I noticed was that I I started to have one end of the couch that was more squashed. Oh, it's it's incontrovertible (laughs) whose area that is that's there all the time online. It's... It's comical. It would be almost like stepping onto like a ferry and there's this one seat you always sit in that you barely sit in. And like after you leave, it, it still looks like you. That's me. Yeah. 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 Well, it's your I'm, spot. It's you, John. I, I'm sorry. It's your story. But it's, okay. it's your It's your spot, John. It's my spot. But I, do, although I like to sit in the same spot every day, I don't want the Vietnamese to, I don't want the Viet Cong to smell my soap, Mm-mm. right? I don't want somebody to walk in. I don't want some detective. Do you know detective. how many young men we lost because of that? That's the thing. I don't want a detective coming in here trying to solve a crime and go like, well, he clearly sits here. <laughs> All so, right, sounds good. That's, a, that's <laughs> just, just one more question. I know this is one part here where it's, it's, got, a, it's got a very, very deep, deep sink and pounce. So you're saying you couldn't see okay. you couldn't see the crime, but if you were oh. sitting here in this is this is where you sit, isn't it? A lot, a lot of USB cables on this. Yeah, side. you would have been able to see it from here. Yeah. Am I right? All right, Am all right. right. That pretty I much mean, wraps it up. I'm sitting here right now. How tall are you? Let me sit on a pillow. <laughs> you know, when I get pillow. home, my wife is always bugging me to move to a different part of the couch. <laughs> Wait a little bit of there. Please listen closely. Roderick on the Line is an important program about ideas. Hitler, the Beatles, ravines, sleeping in landfills, and getting out of the way. You are listening to it now. In any case, for the first time ever, you can now support this vital work directly by visiting patreon.com slash Roderick on the Line and choosing to make a monthly pledge. Now more than ever, your monthly gift ensures that new thought technologies will continue to shape our youth and discomfort our elders. Once again, that's patreon.com slash Roderick on the line or giveroderickyourmoney.com. Because by the time Supertrain arrives, it may already be too late for you. Is that a chance you really want to take? I'll put a house out there. You like that? That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Um, so, 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 so I flipped the cushion, but the cushion's not really, as Mm -mm. you were just getting to, Mm -mm. the cushions these days 
aren't meant That's to be. That's about as useful as turning your underpants inside out. And they're not meant to be flipped around like in the old days. It's not. Oh my God. Jesus fucking Christ, John. We had a couch where you could flip anything and it was always exactly the same. You could flip anything, any direction, every cushion fit, every place. Yes. And now. It was like Lego. People understood things then. So sometimes I'll I'll take the cushions off and I'll and I'll punch because they're they got feathers in them. I'll yeah. punch them real hard <laughs> to try and get the feathers back. <laughs> and then I'm I'm there. I'm I'm punching my couch. I'm trying oh, to get it fuck. back to back, back to wherever it is. Yeah, I'm getting it restored. It's showrooms shine, you know. And so the other day I was cleaning up my cleaning up my house. I was stacking books. I was moving stuff around. And I was like, you know, I. I I want this couch to last long, a long time, and and uh, and it's not going to last a long time if I keep sitting in this one spot, because I can only flip this cushion so many times. Eventually, I'm going to have a couch where you know all the water runs to the low spot. Mm-hmm. And so I looked around the living room. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, there's ways in which the, we've already identified the Columbo problem title, but you um you may you may also be un, like unintentionally just because again life goes on you you might be causing some you might be causing opsec issues some mm-hmm. kinds of security issues mm-hmm. and certainly if you uh, as as our friend John Shethuth says you know uh, moisture is the enemy of the homeowner and you're probably pretty moist sometimes. Well, but except, you know, no. when I when I when I come in and I'm and I'm glowing, as we say, you know, I'll put a blanket down. I don't want I don't want the glow to get on the this that, isn't a leather that's, couch. That's that you classy. Can, it's not yeah, a cognac. You, can, nope. you can't wipe it down. No, you can't so wipe velvet. I've got a whole stack of Pendleton blankets here. I just put blankets down. The the Pendletons can take it. Yeah. You know, they they belong on a horse, those things. Hmm. Anyway, I looked around, around the living room and I was like, you know, there are two other chairs in this living room. Uh, one of them is orange, and it's a, it's a uh, it's orange. It's a swivel chair, mm-hmm. and one of them is, is it like, green. Is it like a, okay, but like orange chair is it like a jokey sixties chair? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's right. It's right. a joke. It's a jokey. No, I, I can see chair. it. I can immediately see it. Yeah, it looks like something that Captain Kirk would sit in in his in his. Uh, well, it looks like something Captain Kirk would have removed for a nicer chair. But and what's the other chair, please? <laughs> the other chair is a green velvet chair that matches the couch that is, I got. Is it, at bo- the same is time. it boxy and rigid? It's boxy and rigid. Yeah, I don't like a chair like that. But it's low. Ugh, and it has a dorm room chair. Ugh. No, no, no. It has low arms. It's a, mm. uh, it's a, uh, well, and the thing is, it's deep. Yeah, I, I didn't want, oh, it's your story, but like I, I wanted to know how deep your couch is as well. Yeah, so that can be uncomfortable for somebody like me. As you know, I have rise issues. And yeah. in some ways, that's very heavily related to my, my, uh, my poor leg length. Well, that's why that's why the little round pillows. Like the hedgehog right, and fantastic Mr. Fox with my little legs <laughs> swinging off it, my little feet. Yeah. Well, that's why flying isn't so awful for you, but 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 it, that's what the little the little tube pillows are for. You stick one of those there, and it, and it pushes you out a little bit if you need <laughs> like, it. Like sitting it, on a phone book at Thanksgiving, like sitting on a phone book. <laughs> so I said, "Wait a minute, wait just a cotton picking minute. What if what if I moved my recording setup over to the green chair?" If I make the green chair look like me, nobody will notice because there's not an other side of it. Am I correctly identifying here that up until now you record in your living room sitting on a couch? Yes. Oh, I thought you, don't you have like a special, special audio dungeon? Yes. Okay, that's, that's op- not- OPSEC, right? <laughs> well, no, I don't record Roderick on the line the same place <laughs> you, that you I record. You only record the good shows in the studio. <laughs> no, I record Roderick record on the line. You record My Bloody Valentine inflected rock songs. 
and, uh, and and our Mormon friend comes over, and, and you guys uh, go down into the dungeon, into the downstairs. Okay. That's right, All downstairs. Right. But you, so you the line up there, my goodness! Wow, it's a it's a living room show. So That's I a good sit. Point. I sit on the couch where I have my 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 coffee, where my children play with their toys, mm. and I have my <laughs> whole setup. I got my little my little uh, Apogee quartet. I've got my SM7. I've got my all my little bits and bobs, and I just put them under the coffee table. You break it down, and then you stow it under your seat for landing. That's right, except for those times when I don't think anybody's going to come over, and then I just leave it on the coffee table. That also leaves you open to like ad hoc interviews, like if the if your letter carrier or or some mm-hmm. kind of uh, like a somebody on a mission in like a white shirt with a tie comes over, you could do an ad or a cowboy you've met, you could do an ad hoc podcast. Well, there's a guy. He came up to me at a swim meet the other day. <laughs> yeah, and he's and I knew him. He's an Alaska Airlines pilot. We, and we flew Alaska. Oh, that's a nice. Airline. Love that airline. Yeah, and he's a he's a guy that you know I I tried to be friends with him. And he was always like, yeah, sure, whatever, you know, kind of like, and I, and after a while I was like, well, I'll just stop trying to be. Was he big, you, big time in you? A little. Yeah. He was yeah. a big time in me a little, but he came up to me at this swim meet and he was like, I got an idea for you. And I was like, I love it when conversation starts with that. Tell me what your idea for me is. And he said, always open to that. He said, I'm a, uh, as you know, an airline pilot and my nephew just got his airline pilot rating. And you ought to do a podcast where you have us both on and we all talk about aviation together. Is this is that similar or analogous to where you were as a young person with piloting? No, his his young nephew is is has all his ratings and is now getting a he's getting an instructor rating. He's a, he's like well along. Okay. A good pilot and the, and what That would be a that would be a very good a very good program. Well, and so my friend is saying these days kids these days mm-hmm. They don't have to join the Air Force. Hmm. You can, you know, you can be 24 years old I've and make heard about this. Is $150,000. He said, he kept saying $150,000, like $150,000 this kid could be making. And it's like, it's like the lifeguard shortage. Apparently, huh. if you, if you want to be an airline pilot now, uh, you can just go right out of college. But I said, oh, geez, sorry. The, the, aren't okay. there people who learn a lot of stuff from video games too, though? Aren't there people who like actually get pretty good? A pilot things from like Microsoft Flight Simulator, isn't that a thing? Well, that guy that stole the airplane and crashed it into the into that island, he, he'd never flown a plane before in his life. Mm-hmm. The one that did the loop de loop. But so so anyway, my my character friend. So I say to him, "Well, who are you kidding? We all know that all these airplanes just fly themselves now, and you're just babysitting them." Mm-hmm. And he <laughs> and he he kind of leaned in and he was like, "You're not wrong." He said, "We don't." We don't even land them half the time anymore. We just, we, if it's foggy, if it's a really bad foggy day, we don't, we don't even touch them. The plane lands itself. And I was like, this is world-class podcasting we're doing right by the swimming pool here. I, I have to tell you, I, I'm sorry. There is, we're into a new phase outside. I'll send you a photo. Sounds like a jackhammer. Well, I think you're going to really oh, enjoy oh, wait, the photo no, that's I a, send you. That's a saw. I, am oh, I right? It's <laughs> a concrete of, saw. No, <laughs> we have been occupied uh, by this by this latest phase, and I'm so sorry for that. I have to tell you though, John, um, uh, the the captain, 
I just mm-hmm. I just watched a wonderful episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm last night where Larry insists on calling the pilot the captain because he likes to be called the captain. In this case, the captain, I have to tell you, I'm very surprised knowing just a little bit I know about all kinds of people. That seems like something he's probably not supposed to be talking about. I think that it's just, it's like becoming increasing, increasingly becoming common knowledge that the pilots are just being paid to watch the gauges. And yeah. they don't even need a pilot to watch the gauges because they got a computer somewhere under a mountain. You in know, Colorado computers are good at computers gauges. are good at assuming what? they're digital watching gauges. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, and all the all the flight controls are are uh, you know are fly by wire now. It's all it's all yes. being run by computers. Oh, absolutely. You uh, can, oh, you kidding me? It's all it's all <laughs> computers now. You can fly one of those. Th- you can fly a seven thirty seven. I your might phone. have already flown one and just don't remember it. That's right. That's hey, right. And how old can I ask? How old his nephew is? Like twenties, probably. Yeah, early 20s. That I mean, put, the guy himself isn't that old. Okay. He's younger than me. Hmm. Probably 40. Hmm. Oh, okay. And he's one of these characters. He's like he's like 40, but he's restoring a 60s, uh, like, uh, like a Camaro. Not a Camaro, like a Chevelle. He's restoring a Chevelle. And I grew up with a lot of people that had janky Chevelles. But this guy, I love that band. This guy, the Jackie <laughs> Chevelles, this guy is restoring a car that is a generation earlier than the hot rod he should be restoring. Right? He, this is a the guy. Chevelle, I'm trying to remember. Right? I want to say Chevelle, obviously a GM, right? Mm-hmm. It was like kind of one of their. Wasn't it sort of an economical sports car? Well, it was in the middle. It was between. You know, it was between like Chevy Nova, which would have been the the entry level one and then Chevelle and then no one was just had, to, had a big motor in it right like they all did you know yeah. that's the thing you t- the whole muscle car thing was take a Nova which should be like a commuter car for a for a secretary and then put a a blown like 400, 400 in it yeah and see what happens see how how fast you can spin the tires anyway so he's a character and I feel like Maybe I should. Maybe I should. I, I'll have them over, sit in the would living room, on the pull out the microphone. Would they, would they sit next to each other on the couch, side by side? Now or would, would one of them sit in the joke chair? No, now that I'm sitting across in the green chair, which today is the first day I had to move everything over <gasps> here. And now, now, you, now you're Dick Cavett. Yeah, I haven't. I've, I've probably sat in this chair four times since the day I bought it. It's just one of these... I'm a if bachelor. You know, if, you, if you had anecdotes, uh, just a few too many anecdotes about Groucho Marx, you are this close to being Dick Cavett at this point. <laughs> I got my three by five cards here. <laughs> I'm I'm going to let John Lennon uh, co-host with me. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I've I've never sat in the orange chair, as far as I can tell, and I've only sat at the other end. Well, of the it green, would reflect green couch. it would reflect your presence at a point. Well, I don't even know what. Yeah, exactly. What would I be looking at? But here in the green chair, what I didn't realize was that I can survey the entire. Uh, a, a room. I'm John, looking out. Are you the considering window. a seating change in general? Are you considering I'm, abdicating the 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 John hole? I'm testing this out, and part of what it, okay. you identified it really early in the show. Okay. Part of it is this chair is deep, and, and when I we say don't, deep, we're saying there's a z-axis that accommodates yeah. a, lo- a lot of uh, femoral length. No one is this. No one is so long that they need a chair this deep. This chair is deep for other reasons. Maybe like a model. No, I'm taller than any model. You'd have to be a basketball player to be. You think you're tall? You, you, okay, you you think you have longer thighs than like I don't know. I'm, I I haven't followed the trades in a while, but mm. say like a Mila Jovovich or a Claudia Schiffer. I mean, they have very long legs relative to the rest of their size. Proportion. Yeah, my okay. legs are I, are not the longest part of my body, as you know. Well, 
but they're and and Weird flex. <laughs> You know, they're shy. It's actually it's actually become a problem. I had to install a block and tackle and a <laughs> and a rudimentary a rudimentary spool system of my own design. <laughs> ready? Okay, three, two, one. <laughs> so no, so I'm sitting right now in the green chair, but I have some bolstering pillows behind me to just get me to the place in the chair where I, I belong. I it keeps you alert if you're a little bolstered. Uh, it does, I think. Well, it, so we'll see. I'll get okay. a couple of pilots on the it's couch. A, it's a physical thought technology. Everything's changing. And I feel yeah. like it's kind of like eating a different uh, thing in Mexican a Mexican restaurant. restaurant. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, yes. part of it is there's only six ingredients in Mexican uh, food. Uh, so uh, you, well, los otros uh, comidas. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm, si, mm, cocina. Mm. Oh um, man, this is boy, it's exciting. I'm I'm enjoying it. I have to say, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, I, well, I'm sure the acoustic properties are different. I'm I'm sitting oh, in a absolutely. I'm in a corner now. Yes, yes, with, yes, yes, with yes, books yes. all around instead of with my back to the glass. Well, uh, you know, as long as it's, I mean, and do the people who also enter and use your home, I mean, would they be open to the idea? It is your house, and that's yes. why it's yours, right? But is there? Because I'm imagining, hmm. See, I don't want you to go full. Oh, here's what I'm thinking of, John. Yeah, there, okay. I've told you about this. I think I've told you about a restaurant that existed in Sarasota, Florida when I was in college. And it was a somewhat well-known restaurant. It was one of those like deeply local restaurants. It's in a, it was in a place that used to be like a chain fast food restaurant, a burger place. And this guy, there was a guy. Have I ever told you about this? There's uh-huh. a guy there. And the, the part that's kind of fun and, and germane somewhat is that you go in there and he'll make you a burger, but he makes the burgers the way that he likes them. <laughs> and and luck, luckily for me, it's also a most of that. He liked a real wet, <laughs> really wet burger. You know uh-huh. what I mean, right? I do, I do. My grandfather used to say, you go to Fisher's Big Boy and you got to wear a raincoat. It's such a wet burger, <laughs> right? <laughs> You gotta wear a raincoat is something my grandfather used to yeah, say. Yeah, you gotta wear a raincoat. That's that one of the least so racist wet. things oh, my grandfather burger. ever said. Now, and, and, and you know what else he did? He'd always put an egg on it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. You oh, can I come in and that. say you didn't want that, and he'd say, well, why don't you go someplace else? Now, yeah. I'm alighting I'm I'm the, the, the most interesting part of this to me anyway, which is when you enter this, and it's a little bit like a dream, right? Where you mm-hmm. walk in, and it looks like an Arby's or whatever. It, uh-huh. it ain't been no Arby's in maybe a Sambo's in mm-hmm. a real long time. But you know, it had a counter like an Arby's. Mm-hmm. And behind the counter, he had an extra, because you know Americans love plush, giant, oversized furniture. It's I maddening to me. I he had a recliner behind the counter. What? And, <laughs> so, 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 so uh, this is why, I, this is why, I, oh, my mind here's the is thing. Like, now see if I'd opened with recliner and then moved to wet burgers, it would have been a different tone. Starting with wet burger, always egg. I want you to know that that first he would size you up about like whether he wanted to get out of the recliner, <laughs> get out of the recliner at all. Over the years, I've developed so much sympathy for this man because he's basically got the career I've always dreamed of. That recliner must have such a patina. (laughs) I think, yes. Water would run right off. Well, and we don't have time today. The scope of this is too broad. I think velvet, bad idea. Cognac leather, maybe. It was probably a lazy boy. Sure. And he he was not afraid to grab that handle, again, much like my grandfather, and go, and pull pull it up really, get real high up. Now, I'll I'll send you a photo of my grandfather sitting in that particular chair, which he also slept in because he he smoked for like 160 years. Oh, you're talking about your grandfather's My grandfather's chair, but it's not dissimilar. I don't think this guy's from British Guiana, but I can't prove it. The point is, you walk in, 
in and he's watching TV and he said, Wait, sitting, wait, your grandfather's from British Guiana? My grandfather's family is from London, England, but they were colonialist um, industrial diamond people. Not rich diamond people, but you know, the kind of like, you really ruin the land to make things for drill bits. That's what do, his do you and Grant Balfour talk yes. about your... Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I sometimes, much to the chagrin of my friends, pause a little bit on the phrase... African-American, because right. Grant is the possibly the whitest person I've ever met. His skin is translucent. His father, hi, Grant. You know, I don't think he listens. But Grant Grant was, has nearly translucent. He conducted my, my, my first wedding. And uh, Grant, uh, we played in bands. We were dear friends. Uh-huh. And um, his father and he were both tabloid journalists. As there's a great tradition of South African tabloid journalists. I Grant, as you, I think you know, yes. used to be an editor at the Weekly World News. The, the, yes, the, the greatest tabloid of our time. That's right. It taught me about Monkey Boy or uh, Rat Bat Boy. Oh, it was Bat Boy. It was, Bat was a Boy. big one. But but here's the thing. You go into this place and the TV's on very loud. And there's a man. I, it might surprise you to know he was a big fella. Yep. No. Nope, he I, liked to be comfortable. Sure. And he's in grandpa's He's in grandpa's recliner. I he, can't picture how it fits, how the recliner fits behind I think the all camera. the Arby's equipment had been relocated. I see. Okay. It didn't take that much to make a wet burger in Sarasota, at least in the 80s. I haven't right, kept right. it. Okay, okay. Yeah. So he it was wasn't on using the Trail. whole kitchen. Put <laughs> the recliner, the whole recliner, the whole bass. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that you're a big man in a recliner. Yeah, who likes no. a wet burger? That's not my concern. I'm but a big I do, man. I do like a wet burger, but I'm not in a recliner. I'm seeing you somewhere between that and like the the uh, the the. the the, the fossil in uh, Alien that I believe is called the pilot. Um, I'm, uh-huh. I'm seeing you in this chair and I'm seeing, uh, uh, the word I'm coming up with is apertures. I'm seeing stands, maybe uh-huh. special lighting. Um, uh-huh. I don't know if you've got, what are these to call it? A, um, what's the thing when they run the cables through out of show? Uh, a, not a rat, a, not a, uh, what's the thing? What's the thing where you have the cables and it, it keeps them tidy? You know oh, what I'm talking about? A, yeah. No, a box, I never used box. those. One of those things. Yeah. No, no, no. But the club, the club. And that yeah, way you get thing. all your cables. Yeah. But I'm thinking, I'm seeing you there and I'm seeing you comfortable but alert. I'm seeing you bolstered. I need one of those. Yeah. Those I forget. Things. Why can't I remember what it's called? Yeah. It's not a direct box. That's I for the base. I didn't, uh, I didn't realize that I needed one until you just mentioned it. Now I'm like, but well, no, go watch Alien, the, the, the Ridley Scott movie from Oh, the no, I, I, I know exactly who you're talking about, the pilot, the pilot. But you're, you're there, and, and to say you're in your repose, I think would, I think that, that, again, that gets around the fact that you're doing very important work talking to people there, but you are always ready. I mean, if yeah. you fixed watches at your house, for example, yeah. you wouldn't pack that up and put it under the chair every time. You'd no. have an area that, that you could, I mean, let, let's get to the obvious, which is you should be comfortable, but you shouldn't probably be able to fall asleep too easily at work, which is why well, you're not supine. You're a gentleman. Early days, early days. Of I know, you used to line. put a mic on your chest in, I've seen photos of this. Yes, in bed. And then I, then I did a couple of shows from the bathtub. <laughs> uh, there, there were, there were, there was a time god, when you were like pioneer, John, I know you don't listen to podcasts, but my God, you're a pioneer. There, there was a time. I don't, I don't think you ever you're like, specifically you know what you said, are? I, I watched the thing. I watched a YouTube video about the history of folk and blues. I watched some BBC uh, specials in our hotel room over the weekend. Uh-huh, and, um, uh-huh. and you're, 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 you're blind lemon Jefferson is what you I are. I think so. You I don't even know how influential you are. I don't know how many other podcasters. And have also done you froze to death because you were drunk and fell down. Well, that's not, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> at, at, at one point, I think Dan expressed 
he was so pleased, so chuffed that mm-hmm. I was doing shows from the bathtub that he really encouraged me to do yeah, it. Yeah, he like Dan Dan likes a bit. Yeah, he likes a bit. But Maybe sometimes he likes a bit a little too much, but he likes a bit. But over time, you know, you've been to people's podcast studios. You know, if you go to do a podcast oh. at Max Fun, you're in some airless I booth know. where they turn I the know. fans off and you're just like, why are we in here? Couldn't we just be out there? Uh, and so I've, right. I've, I mean, you, you can be too professional about something. Yes. I've because professionalization is, is the death of individuality. Yeah. People come to you all I the time like. and they're like, I'm starting a podcast. Tell me the top 15 uh, gear items I need. And I'm like, you need two things. You need, you need a <laughs> microphone and a thing to plug it into. And you share with a deep Z axis. Yeah. And the fact is the mic doesn't even have to be good. And the thing you plug it into doesn't have to be good. You really don't. You don't need any of it. I mean, I, right now I see, I, I know that Yoken is somewhere up above the Arctic Circle going, at least you could have 450K. You know, somebody's mad about, about, oh, uh, absolutely. Um, but what about Hertz? You got well, Hertz, you've thing. got bit rate, you got all of this stuff. And these people, it's, it's, it's kind of like I described this recently to, to somebody as being like how 17 magazine is an inspirational thing for 13 year old mm. girls. Mm-hmm. And people is like me and guitar, nah, not guitar for the practicing musician. Not really. Cause I learned tab. But inspirational you know, like, and aspirational. Aspir- I'm sorry. I meant aspirational, but like where you, where you, and your chair is literally aspirational, but you cut that out. And, and I'm trying to find pictures of you on a couch while I'm talking to you. I just sent mm. you one. I don't know if that's the couch. I'm on. I, I, I'm on a couch a lot. That's one of the things about me. I think I just sent it to you. I wish you still had. I'm seeing your motorhome here. I wish you still had that. That would be an incredible podcast studio. Oh, it sure would. No, yeah. this couch that you have uh, me sitting on. That's a diff- that's a whole, whole different operation. That couch. Um. Well, wow, they have really torn <laughs> torn up the street. John, what do you think of that picture of the road? <laughs> <laughs> what are they looking for? <laughs> it looks like a volcano erupted. I see they're like, it might be Atlantis or possibly Curly's gold. I I'm, know I'm, what's under there. Sand. <laughs> they're, they're not going to find anything. It's the anything. sunset. It's all sand. It's all sand. You go to the north part of town, guess what? Shipwrecks. You live on top of a shipwreck. You know that, but right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, wait, wait, you wait. know, you know all the all the ships. You know, and it's oh, who who is the <laughs> was it Ulysses? You burn the ships so people can't go home. Uh-huh. I forget who. Right. <laughs> but what, like in this case, what do you think of that road, John? That's Terraval Street, right here in the Sunset District. What do you think? Uh, about? Uh, uh, there was a there was a train track. Did they? I uh, think it... it's train track related. Oh, that's incredible. But you know how well, that's it is. the thing. Uh, yeah. Imagine, imagine if uh, if you and I had soundproof booths. Uh, uh, there's no way you're going to keep the jackhammers and the oh, concrete saws Oh, you get out. as professional as you want, but see, that's the thing. <sighs> John, I, I hate to repeat myself, except that I, I don't. Life goes on. Like, yes. you, whatever Thank is you. happening on Terraval Street is in the show. Yes. Yes, Terraval Street I, I muted is a, a I muted a second show. ago, um, but, like, I... I I think we should just let it rip. So I guess what I'm saying is, I'm sorry to belabor this. I, I want to talk more about couches. I, I love all of this. But I also just feel like an area, a bespoke area that increasingly evolves into. Yeah. Can I just point one thing out, John? If you did that, if you decided you were happy with this chair, maybe there's something, maybe you get fresh feathers for the chair. You get some heritage feathers for the chair. I don't know. if it. Yeah. Maybe you get it like relined or something, reblocked like a hat. Um, but But the point is, John, few things in this world will make it clearer to everybody who enters in your home where your spot is yes. than if you're the pilot. Well, and that's the thing I need. I, what I do need now is a small table 
next to the chair because I everywhere I look. Oh, that's nothing for you. That's nothing, right? A small table. A small table. I just need a small you, table. You've so got that, more small fun. tables than I've had hot meals. That's exactly right. I've got a uh, little. Give me, I got a little give me occasional here. tables because I don't know what that is. Hot? No, I've I, always I'm, loved the phrase, and I still I'm thinking an occasional table might be too cute. You don't want anything baroque. You want something functional, and you want something. I'm attracted where to them. Yeah. You know, an occasional table often is a nesting table. Tables oh, yeah, we had those. Nest. Nesting was huge when I was a child. And you pull those out, and then those are occasional tables, because the rest of the time, they're not tables. They are part of a of a nest. They mm-hmm. come out of their nest. They fledge. Mm-hmm. You have them there for a party. Do they alight? And then they go back. Well, it depends on the table, but then they go okay. back into the nest, and they wait for the next party. So send me, not now, but whenever, just send me a picture of your couch. Not, I won't I share it, but I, it would help me a lot. But I, I, anyway, you, you, you know what is right. And it's like I always say to my kid, you, you know who you are in this world better yeah. than anyone ever will. And you know, everybody knows what they're turning into, whether they want to admit it or not. Usually, usually they don't. But like, I think you know who you are. And you know what kind of Z-axis you need in order to interview some uh, pilots. And if you the, had that permanently set up, yeah, that would talk about a flex. Wow. Well, you, the, 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 lifestyle the thing, podcaster. I'm not sure that I, I still like to tear it down a little bit because I, you know, I like the space to be multi-purpose. But the, okay. the other day, after we did our last show, yeah. you know, I, I heard from a lot of people People love it when we talk about our, our mental uh, difficulties. Oh and gosh, they I love... hope that went okay. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I've, I felt a, an odd amount of relief confiding to our listeners how my brain is, mm-hmm. which is weird, but that's okay. And they like it too. They like to hear I, it. Okay, good. Well, that's where I am in life and you're not going to get anything else from me. So, you know. Um, well, but, so, so, yeah, you know, those things, well, you know, when you, when you have a, a, well, oh, well, people were just like, oh, this really sounds like me. Or people were like, that doesn't sound like me, but it lets me know. And I, now I John, understand. that is the perfect reaction. I was just worried people weren't, were going to go, John and Merlin, they would say a true thing, which is that we are inflexible old men who are sometimes uh, uh, allergic to a certain kind of compulsory modernity mm. or contemporary anity. Mm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't hate the future, but I don't like people telling me what it is when they don't know themselves. I mean, we know our audience, so there were some people Do that we? recommended certain. I, think I know so. some so, of them. I know Jason. There were, there were people that recommended certain books. There were people that that yes. uh, espoused certain medications. There were people that had some recommendations about how Forward to meditate. Me all of it, <laughs> but tell no but, one. <laughs> but also, a lot of people that were like, "Oh, you know, like when we used to talk about depression a lot, and people were like." Now I finally know why my sister is like she is. You know, it was like that yeah, kind of reaction, right, right, which, right, right. I, oh, which that, I that is That makes me so happy. But your new best friend, Jason Finn, asked yeah. me out to lunch, which he hardly ever does. Hmm. And he sat me down and he said, I, I am going to find you a secretary and hire them for you. And just just for folks who are who are who, who hadn't heard that or are just tuning in, John, I think it, you correct me if I get this wrong. My sense was that you and I were talking about uh, in different ways about different things, and I hope that's clear. But yes. we were both talking about a a personal emotional uh, difficulty with how how would you put it with with the the with the to me like the fractal complexity of accomplishing almost anything yes. and the help that we would need. 
from you, you, you made a really good point of saying you're, you're getting to a point in life where you're trying to get better about asking people for help, especially people, I assume, who have offered help. And you say, like, here's the thing I need the help with. And if I understand, a friend of the show, Jason Finn, is saying he's going to set you up with somebody who can help you with the things you're not that great at. I think what he realized and in don't listening just, to you the know, show... John, can you just tell the secretary, that he, she, or they, don't just bring me the phone number because that doesn't help. Well, this is the thing. Jason, I think, after all these years, heard on that show for the first time, he didn't say this specifically, but I'm guessing, mm-hmm. heard for the first time, oh, wait, he doesn't need a secretary. He needs someone to get him a secretary. If I give him the name and the phone number of the secretary finding place, that's the same as flushing ah, those things down the toilet. I feel like what I need a needs. phalanx of moms. Well, I, and that's what I, and I said to him, like, what are you going to do? What kind? And he was like, that's the thing. The more I tell you about it, the worse it is. I'm oh, just going to. Okay, 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 okay. And you know what? On the one hand, first of all, on first blush, this feels like exactly the thing you don't need, which is mm. another person, A, telling you what you need that, mm. that isn't really helping. As I, as I said last week, I, I said a thing I liked, which is unusual, which was that, like, you have a problem I don't have, and I have a solution you don't need, which mm. I, I may want tattooed on wherever my ashes are left. <laughs> um, right? I, like, oh, here's, here's how I understand understand what I think your problem is that's uh, wrong in every way. But what's, there's something much more subtle happening here, which is neither one of us knows how to hire. I, I don't love the word secretary, but neither one of us is saying, oh, I, I'm going to go hire a secretary. You're saying you're going to, Jason is saying, if I understand, he's going to hook you up with the person who know who can figure out what you need and then uh, staff accordingly. Well, and so, and so it's I a new Roderick it. Now, group. Now it hasn't happened yet. That's what he said. It's a new Roderick group. He said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get somebody for one hour a day. We're going to pay them a certain amount of money. We're going to give them an hourly rate, but it's going to be one hour a day every week of the, and it's going to be X number. So what is that? That's, you know, uh, uh, we're only talking about, mm-hmm. uh, working days. So what is that? 21 hours a month, something I, like I assume, that. Yeah. I and, don't, and, you know. You know, 21 I, hours a month at $30 an hour or something. And I was like, I'm already confused. And he was like, don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. This is why I need help. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And he said, and it's just going to be somebody <laughs> that you call and you say, I don't understand why. This is just something to help with your disordered thinking. <laughs> yeah. He said, he said, uh, you just say, I don't understand why, the, why this is happening. Uh, can you make it go away? And the person goes, uh, don't worry about it. And then it. You know, so he had. I haven't gotten a follow up phone call from him, but maybe that's maybe You're that's good. Help for help for help. I'm getting three kinds of help. Yeah, if if he actually follows up and calls me and says, "Here is the not a list of names, but here is it, it, the precisely. next thing." That's but oh, so you know that man. thing when you when <clears throat> when for a long time you're like, well, "I don't have a mental illness," huh. and then people I say, do. people say, "Well, what about <laughs> these seven instances that?" that perfectly describe this uh-huh. mental illness. And you're like, oh, well, those are just normal activities. It's just a coincidence. I'm not that saying they... other people don't have mental and as I like to say, emotional problem. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it doesn't exist. I'm just saying, what? So Me? the other day I was here and I was like, you know, you know what I need? Hmm. I need some wind chimes. You no, need I, some wind chimes. Yeah. I know a lot of people, I know people fall on either side. Some people like wind chimes. Some people don't. Oh, uh, no. I, I think it's, it's fart. It's like farts and, and wet burgers. Mm. I think we hate other people's and we love our own. Oh, I see. I mean, don't you think, like, I think we don't like other people. <laughs> this, this should be the name of the book. The fifth book I don't finish. Other people's wind chimes. Other people's wind chimes. I hate other people's wind chimes. What the, f- Why? 
oh. Turn your wind chimes off. Like, I can handle the wind in life. Yeah. You know, and when it's like, and it's like, you know, it's like uh, Jorah, uh, not Jorah, but one of the Mormons. Like the guy says to, to you know, Daenerys, I, I, I can't control the wind. I can't control the wind. I did not make the rat. God made the rat. Right. Consider the lobster. So I'm thinking, well, what I need hmm. is a couple of wind chimes. I got this lady with the, the, the daycare center over here. I got the people well, that are kind of you're, mildly you're opening, want to let's irritate. Your opening statement is, if I could say, and I'm not your helper, I, you do not need a fifth person on this project. Mm-mm. But but like it, it's – have we ever talked about the XY problem? I'm not sure. This is something a uh, friend of the show, John Zetkusa, told me about. The, the, and I think what he specifically was saying was like, this is my problem. One of my problems is I fall victim to the XY problem, which is I go to somebody asking for help with X instead of telling them that the result that I want is Y. Hmm. And, and the thing is like, just sit with it. It's a thought technology that okay. I, has been very powerful for me, which is, and you've, you've run into this in your life. Think about like being a customer service person and like the problem that somebody presents you with and it implies that they, they need help with a solution. But, the solution that they want, you know, it's like, you know, do you, do you, uh, you know, you buy, you buy, uh, you buy a drill or you buy a hammer to put a hole in the wall. You put a hole in the wall so you can have a nail. You have a nail to put up fine art because why? Because fine art makes you happy. And what you really want to say to this person is I want to be happy. You, you jump mm-hmm. up one level from that and say, I think I have a situation that could be assisted by a couple wind chimes. And well, then they say, well, let's work with that. Let me coach you on that. Let me, let me walk you through that. They could just go to Lowe's and buy some wind chimes, but they also they might be able to connect you with somebody who could fix your artisanal feathers. Like, you don't, is it really wind chimes? Wind chimes is the instantiating incident, but like, where does this end? We don't know because we haven't hired anyone yet. And don't just give me a phone number. Well, this was one of these things. This is like two chemtrails crossing in the sky mm-hmm. where you're like, wow, they're really, mm. they're really blanketing the area. I, I sat down and I said, I want, I want some wind chimes. And I went online, as you do these days. Yeah. And I did, I started <laughs> you're, you're, to do. You're going to get nothing but wind chimes ads for the next. You're going to be like Matt Howie with his, <laughs> with his porch lights. I had, I had uh, the, the, the experience that we, that we have of going down uh, researching wind chimes. What are the best wind chimes? Well, as, as you can guess in the AI universe. <laughs> best wind chimes, sexy fi- wind chimes, <laughs> yes. wind chimes, wind chimes net worth, wind chimes feet. <laughs> 50 websites that have 2023's best wind chimes. And I went... <laughs> oh, I, updated, <laughs> updated for June. <laughs> since 2023. Uh-huh. I, I, and I read... Oh, and I, I better read look at that reviews, one. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, th- this one comes Seems up... oddly on similar to the order sites. of the best-selling items on Amazon. That's yeah, odd. look at this. So interesting, interesting, interesting. And interesting. then I went on Amazon. And, you know, and I'm in attention deficit mode. So I'm... I'm and I see myself getting into that thing that it happens all the time where I'm going to spend four hours researching wind chimes and then buy none, right? Right. And so so I hand off to some some other voice in my brain that's like, we're going to get this done. And and Do, do Do you have a name or role that you identify with that particular voice? Well, you know, I've got like 40 voices in my head, but the problem is... You know what? I think that I think I know that guy. I have a version of that guy, and I don't know if this is your guy. My version of that guy is, don't worry, I got this. Oh, see, so so I have, well, but a, then doesn't at all. I, I, I like I've just have, spent four hours on something. I must have accomplished something. Wind chimes. I'll get a couple wind chimes, and and this is going to work out. And then literally nothing happens. As you know, I have bipolar disorder. That's true. And bipolar, uh, the 
it's not one person. There's like there's like a whole uh, it's, it's not like a whole committee, John. It's a whole committee of people that are all under the influence of a couple of bipolar uh, yeah. like department heads. Inside every person are two 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 poles. Two polars, right? Two, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. anyway, the 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 net result of us having had a a, mm. a, a long conversation, very about vulnerable ADHD, conversation, yeah. And then me thinking that I needed wind chimes. And then getting into the internet and reading the reviews, uh-huh. and then deciding I needed to hand it, it off to reviews. I needed to hand it off to a more capable adult <laughs> to get this done. Resulted I in gave me these to my grandson, and he didn't like them. One star. It resulted in me ordering fifteen wind chimes. See, John, I didn't say it, but I, and I can't say it. But what I was going to say is my solution to that is buy three. So I bought I buy three of things. And I have 15 wind chimes around the house now. They are all <laughs> different. How many are deployed? They're all different. Some how many of them are in are, surface? Well, they're, little by little, they're going up around the house. And now the house you know, is going to really, love that is the neighbor. Everyone is going to love it because, you know, I bought them in different tunings and I'm placing them around in different. So some of them are like four feet long and some of them are just, are just little pan flute size. And... Some of them are hanging from the eaves. Some of them are hanging from trees. Oh, they're going to catch different winds. They're going to catch different winds. And they're going to, you know, John, they're going to, oh, this is so interesting. If I could say, I don't know a lot about wind chimes, but it seems to me, I've been very annoyed by wind chimes. Just, you know, I just want to get that out. But like, what thing is, you get your little wind chimes, you get those little pan pipes. That might, a little breeze. Tinkle, 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 A little breeze comes through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you get your four foot long boys. Yeah, it looks like something that Neil, 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 Neil Park. Do we say Park? Pert. I say pert. I'm not sure if it's right. But the kind of Neil Pert would hit really hard with a hammer and closer yeah. to the heart. Bong. Bong, bong. Yeah. You should get so closer to the heart wind chimes. That would well, make a I, lot, that bring up a lot of memories for a lot of people. I might already have them for all I uh-huh. know. I bought, and so, of course, well, then. You, my, you must be the one to start. My family comes over and they're like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? so fucking loud. I got wind How chimes you all over. with all these wind I got wind chimes on the table. I got wind chimes on the couch. I got wind chimes on the orange chair. <laughs> And of course, and they're like, oh no, he's gone off his meds. No, right? come because, on. Because look at him. This is something that used to happen when he would buy four cars and two of them would set on fire. Or, or he'd decide to go to like maybe Denmark to, to yeah. a, a, a purported wind chimes factory. And I'm standing there like a, like a, like a doc in, in, uh, in Back, Back to, to the, the Future, future. going, uh, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. This is perfectly normal. I just, we need wind chimes. And I bought some for you too. And I did. I had wind chimes for oh, everybody. Oh, now you're going into Elvis mode. Elvis yeah. likes a pickup truck. Everybody gets a pickup truck. Everybody gets Elvis, one. So. Elvis wanted a mobile home. Red and all the boys, they had to all live in mobile homes in, in, in a kind of, um, what would you call it? Like a compound. Like a compound. So you're, you're like the Elvis of... <laughs> Mm. The Elvis of the Elvis Chimes. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I went around to all of the all of the houses of my people and yes. I hung wind chimes up on their houses too. Little, <laughs> Johnny wind chime seed. Little tinkle. Oh my god, tinka, tinka, tinka. I, I bought one I bought one for Ari that is like little blue beach glass wind chimes. Oh that sounds tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. really annoying. Uh, no, 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 no. It's oh, wonderful. Are they lovely? Wonderful. Well Did she well, love them? So everybody's everybody is humoring me and telling me that they love Wait, giving, wind giving people wind chimes, that's kind of like giving a toddler drums, isn't it? <laughs> so so when that jackhammer started in your yard, yeah, I realized yeah, yeah, yeah. from my new position in the green chair, I can see like four different sets of wind chimes and they're all still today because it's not a breezy day. 
You now, need to, do, do, now, now, how do you do that? How do you ameliorate that? Do you, do you get, would you like to hear more chimes or do you like the fact that, because chimes become dependable. Like when your wind chimes, if, you're, if your Neil Peart chimes really start kicking up, you, you know there's a gale coming through, right? Well, what I don't know, because I, because I bought these wind chimes during a still, a still period, I put all these wind chimes up and it hasn't been windy. So I don't know what they sound like. I'm surrounded by so silent chimes. What do you I bought a rain gauge? Hmm. It well, just never rained. Well, you know, you can calibrate it with like a cup and stuff, but you're just sitting there like a, like an asshole waiting, waiting to know if your if your uh, if your gauge works. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and you put uh, you put them outside. You're hanging them from eaves. You got them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Got up on some ladders, hung them from places. The birds this are might all be like, something "What's going your future, on?" Your future secretary can help you with. Well, what I'm interested in is we're going to be doing a show one time, sometime in the future, assuming that a, a comet doesn't wipe out the Earth, and there are going to be wind chimes going all around us. Are they going to make it into the mics? I don't know. Uh, you're saying we, re- we rehabilitate. We start going back to these insufferable live comedy things and uh, where everyone is so unhappy. really miss that. <laughs> um, and you're saying maybe we show up and they put us in the gorilla section. Uh, at that museum again, where, where you're yelling right. at people, don't remember that, and they're in the cocktail party. Right, sure. Um, and you put wind chimes on an Ibex, which is a terrific Guided by Voices EP. Yes. And you, and, but, but like people would be able to enjoy that throughout the show, and then the listener would think, oh man, I wish I'd been there. Maybe we recorded in stereo or, 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 or Dolby Atmos, so you know what it's like to be John in that chair, surrounded by the chimes. So you're saying that wind chimes could conceivably become an, uh, like a motif of the show, and everywhere we go, we could just bring. It's like I, when I used to get on the Harvey Danger bus and have that uh, theme song on my, on my uh, little keyboard. Uh, yeah, the little. The way you described it was like you kind of come and like stick your head around the corner, and then people go, "Oh no, here comes John." <laughs> and then you play that little sample, right? Yeah, I'd have put the little keyboard through the curtain, and here he comes. It's Hong Kong Bowie. Number one super guy. <laughs> um, um, okay, yes. well. So that's so, the future. So you've got your jackhammers back. Yes. I'm going to be Mr. Chimchime. <laughs> at, at least. They call me Mr. Chimchime. <laughs> until yes. until it's uh-huh. determined that maybe but, no. You can also make them no. fight. There could be like a battle royale where over time. And But think about this. Think about this. Like, okay, so like I've always kind of felt like I've had different feelings about this in life. But um, I, I, I remember the first time I feel like that I met somebody who had a thing. Like we had a neighbor who had a thing. And her thing was elephants. And for every occasion, people would give her an elephant. Right? And this could be true for, you don't talk about, there's people who have their thing. Oh, you, oh, if you go to Gatlinburg, get me a souvenir spoon or whatever, right? You become like that. Maybe now you are, what are you, what are you, Jimmy Chimchime? What's your name, yeah, Mr. Chimchime? Yeah, yeah. Not Jimmy, but yeah, yeah, no, Mr. James. Chimchime. James. <laughs> James, <laughs> James W. Chimchime. <laughs> Jimmy used to sit in the, in the, the lazy boy chair, kind <laughs> of wet, at wet egg. <laughs> <laughs> you want a, a, a dry burger is not a burger. I'm not getting up for that. What I wonder, though, what is I wonder. If, if these are, if it's too much, yeah. if having 15 wind chimes around your house is too much, is this, you tell me, Yeah. what if I move the wind chimes to the trees at the back of the property closest to the neighbors that I don't like? How much of a violation of, the, of an, a human code 
right. is it to put wind chimes around the perimeter as a kind of keep keep ghosts away? No, it's like one of those signs with all the spiky things. Like no, nothing, nothing dignified has ever happened here. This is a nuclear oh, waste site kind of sign. Right, right, right. But, but also, do you have any concerns about any entering into, if I may say, I don't want to trigger anybody, a wind chimes a sort of cold war? Well, but they aren't the, the close one, to me. The one with the weird sun. Like, do, do you think yeah. what? What if they brought in some like, um, uh, uh, let's see, Carl Palmer style uh, percussion? Like, right. what if what or, if they what if this became some kind of a like pop prog chime war? Do you have like any concerns they, they about have that? Some, hey, have a little fire scarecrow. Uh, well, I I know where chimes go. Do you worry about that? Targeted, targeted sound violence, like a like a brown sound. But it sounds that the to me like a brown using. sound. But again, back to General McClellan. What a fuck up that guy was. I'm just yeah, thinking, like, in this is if you're describing describing this way, I think you are. You have this property. Oh, dispute is probably too strong a word. But you have this thing with your neighbors. You have access to an area that's closer to where they hear things than right. they have access to an area where you hear things. That's right. And I think I could put it, I could put, say for instance, the really loud four foot long bells. I think I could, I think I could conceal them in trees in such a way that. Like your cameras. They couldn't ever really figure out where the sound was coming from. It's like trying to find a cricket. They'd be looking out the window and they would hear boom, boom. Bong, bong, uh-huh. bong, bong, bong. Or Taurus pedals would be nice <clears throat> every time they step out of their door. <laughs> but every, but I would just be hearing it as a sweet sort of sound in the. They're distance. your chimes, John. A priori, so they're not fascia, They're they're your chimes. You like your chimes. You like your farts. You like your chimes. You like your own chimes. Everybody Even if likes their coming own chimes. From, coming from your neighbor's house, they're People still your chimes. A big potato. Have a big potato with butter and chimes. But they're not going to like my chimes they're because not like they're your chimes so at all. Coming like, from. They're my chimes. They're, they're going to call up their barrister. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm going to have, I'm going to put chimes all over. The forest is going to be some magical, like, I'm going to summon all the way down. No gnomes, right? Yeah, yeah. Living yeah, out yeah. there. Chimes yeah. going all the time. I just don't can, know. Can you come just, up with, will you have a cover story for it? Will it be something about, oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And uh, can, uh, can I speak in general terms here? I'll cut this out. No, I won't cut this out. Who am I, who am I fooling? Do you remember the whole, like, yeah, but my dog died? And so yeah, oh, that's yeah. sacred Ooh, land. Yeah. Remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, Maybe sure. the chimes are because of somebody who's dead. Maybe it's a, well, wait, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. when I was ordering chimes okay. and reading all the reviews. Oh, so are some a, of them in memoriam? There's a whole subset of the chime community that are making chimes in memoriam. Oh my goodness. You buy chimes and engrave them with the information about your dead friend or your pet or your relative on the actual chime on the chime and then you hang so there'd be like a bus accident god forbid you could get a fuck ton of chimes 150 chimes so many chimes and we miss all of them so much don't say a word against my chimes that that used to be bus people on a bus uh, this is all people that i loved every and i have and because i'm a mormon i have them for people going back several generations well you have to otherwise you can't get into whatever valhalla or whatever they have well and this was not a thing i knew about valhalla is there Jello? Yes, for sure. I mean, I mean Mormon Valhalla, right? Every Valhalla is is different, right? You get the Valhalla you get the, you get the, you get the you beard deserve. your face deserves, and the Valhalla yeah. that that your people uh, would want to sit down and tuck into. I did. I love this idea, but like, isn't too I mean, bought is it a too memorial much? chime? I bought one for, from can the I ask memorial for whom? Was it for your, well, for your dad? No, I didn't have anything engraved on it. I just was like, well, that's the chime I want, and you can call it memorial, but I'm I'm going to call it something else. It's your journey. But maybe I do. Maybe if they if they write and say, "What the hell is going on?" I say, "I hung that for your dead dogs." 
Don't tell, say it, but do you know the dog's name? No. I would assume uh, it's Rufus. I, I, I think Rufus I would, would be a good name for that dog. I think I your dog's name is Rufus, and here's wind chimes. Name. I think the dog died in the 80s. I don't think they remember it at all. But I, well, Also, if it was in the 80s, it was probably inbred. Less about Poppy them Mills. and more about me making the world look and feel like I want it to. Well, you're standing in your truth and speaking your chimes. My, my worry, of course, is that I'm the baddie. Oh, of course. It's always You got that worry. skull on your hat. What if it was daddy. for people like you've enjoyed in the community who, you know, too soon, too young. Maybe mm-hmm. it's all, you have different chimes for people who died when they were 27 or fronted mm-hmm. a grunge band otherwise. You got chimes for all of them. And now it also becomes a place. Now you got traffic coming through there. Maybe Paul Allen sets up a gift shop for you. And you could, people could come in and get test chimes. Or, or it's like Build-A-Bear. Where you could come in and like you could, this could be a whole cottage industry for you. You're inside recording podcasts outside. Five to 11 secretaries are working in your gift shop, custom engraving chimes for the dead. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of cars, maybe some buses coming through. You know, I, I was out driving with my daughter the other day mm-hmm. and we were in the Denny Blaine neighborhood in Seattle, which is an old fancy neighborhood where Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love bought a, a, like a, a ludicrously nice old mansion to live in and they just didn't know what they were doing. They had never had money before. So and that they was, bought, that's probably 93-ish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they bought the wrong house in the wrong neighborhood for oh, them. They no. should have they should have gone hired a secretary to figure it out. They should have. They should have lived in they should have lived Jason in Jason Finn, man, Jason could start a whole thing with this. He becomes he becomes the fixer. Yeah, they could they could have bought a warehouse downtown and they could have they, you know, yeah. they could have put a sex wing in it. Whatever they could have done. This All was right. the wrong house. He ended up killing himself there. Yeah. And oh, right next to the house, there's a park. And it was the park where he was last seen alive. And there's a park bench where he was last seen sitting, apparently, oh, according to no. people. Oh, no. And people go there and get photographed on it and make a peace sign or something? They do. And the park bench, and this is in a very nice neighborhood that is very not into people parking their cars on the sidewalk to go get their picture taken on this particular park bench. And now- well, Yeah, like, or like, or like that, that Robin Williams neighborhood here. I mean, I, sorry, but there's, no, I think it's right. called, what's it called? Not Seaside, but Seacliff? There's a neighborhood mm-hmm. here in town that's crazy, like, it's nice. the least population-dense area in all of San Francisco, right? Because they're all, like, basically, like, crazy nice mansions. And they do not cotton to the idea of folks just rolling up there and, like, and taking photos of, like, Robin Williams' house. Well, and this is a situation where literal tour buses do drive by there, full of people who are visiting from other countries, and they're taking crazy. The, and the tour bus stops in the right, middle of this tiny little road. Uh, it's like it, people, becomes, it becomes like little, little Graceland. Well, and and so so the the bench itself now is like a pear chase Jim Morrison's grave. It's covered with graffiti. It's got candles all melted on it. Oh, it's sure. like this crazy thing. Surrounded by lakefront homes that are that are made out of weathered uh, cedar shingles, and mm, then here's this thing. It's in the wrong neighborhood now. <laughs> I know, and they never should have. Yes, the day they bought that house, it was like, "What are you doing? Don't you got a little bit of money? Go live on a boat." Like this is wrong. Anyway, maybe I should take some chimes and go tie them up in the trees there, as part of my. I, and this doesn't sound like I have bipolar disorder at all. That no. I'm going to go around and put chimes. I'm going to be Johnny Chimer, Chimer, Chim, 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 Chim. I'm going to. But, gonna, but like, gonna in order to keep it from being hat on a hat, 
I mean, in some ways, sure, you could, if you want, it's John, it's John, I'm going to say it again, life goes on, it's your journey. You hang whatever the fuck chimes you want, but what I'm saying is, you could also just bring in, maybe one of them is for like Millard Fillmore or something. Or, or you know what I mean, like, like, like great, 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 um, you know, uh, evenings with Mr. Disney or whatever. You just sort you, of piggybacking on piggybacking. Well, I mean, on the shouldn't everybody be remembered? <laughs> Especially uh-huh. the ones we don't like. So okay. maybe there's one for Pol Pot. You do some Pol Pot chimes. Sure. Like he he had a family. Sure. You know, sure, sure. opinions and assholes. Everybody's got one, but you start hanging chimes around that. But you know what? Let it begin with me, which in this case is you. And I, I think it starts harassing is such a strong word when you um, actively memorialize with chimes yeah. on your property line. That is your property, and I, I don't know how things worked out with the, the whole thing. But like, it seems to me that that unless there's something I don't know in your covenant, mm-hmm. y- your house, your chimes, your house, your chimes. What do you think? Is this a project you might want to consider? I'm really... So what I need to know first is what these chimes sound like around here. I need to get some wind. Oh, you don't want to be hoisted by your own petard. Yeah, I don't want chimes... I don't want to put chimes somewhere where I have... Yeah, again, experience. that would be like giving somebody in the next apartment a clarinet. Well, and it might be that when all 15 chimes are going, yeah. I, make the, I make the perfect chord that pleases the Lord. Oh, right? like, shit, dog. My house could could levitate off its foundation. And I You're could the be Steve like, Reich of like Memorial Chimes. Yeah, I could be like the cover of the Boston's first album. Like, I could be... <laughs> cool the inches. Out of here. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>